You just entered the baddest biker bar in the investment world. Welcome to the Danger Zone. Yes, it's the Danger Zone on Money Life. It's where we get the latest from the experts at New Constructs, where they evaluate securities on a scale of most attractive to most dangerous. They do it with a formula that is basically discounted cash flow analysis meets forensic accounting. It means they dig in at the footnotes level and work their way up. And what they frequently find is that the top-down picture that most people are looking at, it's misleading. When it's misleading and it works against you, that's where somebody's getting into trouble. And if you want to learn more about how it works, go to newconstructs.com. Joining me now, Kyle Gusky, investment analyst at New Constructs. Kyle, welcome back to Money Life. Thanks for having me. Who's in the danger zone this week? Redfin. Danger, danger. Redfin. That's ticker symbol RDFN, now trading at about five bucks a share. And it's another zombie stock. And zombie stocks effectively are companies that, well, they don't have much cash. And given where interest rates are, et cetera, they don't necessarily have much ability to raise more cash. So this is the latest zombie stock. How long is this company going to be with The Walking Dead before it's just dead? Yep. So we looked at this one um, and it's actually, it was previously a danger zone. We closed it out in 2021, which hindsight ended up being a bad decision. Um, we got a little scared off with the eye buying, which turned out to be great in a booming market. Not so great when the market cools off. But when we look at this now, we see that, you know, cash on hand and their TTM cash burn gives them about six months until they run out of cash. And it's, you know, from six months to kind of fundamentals across the board, this doesn't look good. We've got, you know, profits falling, return on invested capital is falling to, you know, negative up from positives back in 2020. Economic book value, you know, no growth value of the company, negative. So it's kind of, you know, fundamentally across the board, looks like a one deteriorating business. And then especially going into the current environment, not great for a real estate company that has more of the overhead than traditional real estate brokerage with, you know, paying agent salaries instead of just basing it on fees. And so there's, you know, some extra risk in this one as well. Is this a company that the biggest problem for them is their own setup or is the biggest problem that they happen to be in an industry that affected as much or more than any by rising rates, higher inflation and the rapidly changing market? Because the housing market, that's pretty much the Wild West right now. Yeah, I think it's both. Obviously, you've got the housing market, you know, home sales slowing, rates rising. That's going to obviously hamper demand, especially, you know, the you know, new construction kind of things, as well as existing people not wanting to sell out of that low rate they've got just a couple of years ago. But it is also a structural setup of the company. Redfin came to market with, hey, we're going to charge less fees. Our agents don't work solely on commission. You know, you're going to get a different experience. And I think in a booming market that works. Um, when the market kind of slows down or completely you know, declines at, at all, it changes. And then you've got more overhead for a real estate company, um, which would lead to, you know, we need to do layoffs. You need to get rid of some of that overhead that other brokerages might not have and would hurt kind of the individual agents, but the overall company wouldn't feel it as much. So it's definitely a market specific, but then also company specific kind of headwinds that really hit them from all angles. One of the things about zombie stocks is you can pretty much say, here's the day that the cash runs out, barring something unusual. And by the way, Redfin's unusual activity throughout everything has been, we need more money, we'll just issue more shares. 
but that doesn't work so well when you're trading at five bucks a share instead of 25 or 35 bucks a share. So when do these guys run out of money? Yeah, it would be six months from the end of, I think we've got here, November, so, you know, December, April, May next year would be kind of, if that trailing 12 months cash burn is sustained, um, obviously that's over the past 12 months, they would need either a significant change to the business, which you know could be getting rid of some agents, some of the overhead, or you know improving market conditions, which doesn't seem as likely. They'd be looking at a six-month runway on their kind of cash on hand. Um, and yeah, as you said, you know they've been heavily issuing shares over the past you know five seven years. Um, but when that share price gets so low, you're not going to get the same bang that you used to get, and you're also going to dilute shareholders even further after the stock has plummeted. That doesn't create a good scenario for existing or future investors. And one more thing here, you know, the new constructs way is to say, hey, this stock is priced at a value that would require the following, you know, to happen. So obviously the stock's not worth $5, but I know your take on it is it's not really worth $1. Explain how that is. So what we do, uh, obviously we look at, you know, what's baked into the current stock price. And, you know, that is essentially, they'd have to get margins from negative nine over the trailing 12 months to positive five kind of immediately. Um, they'd grow revenue by, you know, consensus in 22 and then 11% CAGR uh, basically for the next decade through 2031, which is, you know, double the forecasted real estate market. And that's just to justify the current price. So we look at, you know, okay, let's be a little more conservative, more optimistic. They're not going to double the market growth. Even if we look at, you know, NOPAT margin gets to that 5%. When their previous all-time high was 1% back in 2020. Revenue growth at consensus in 2022, and then at a 5% CAGR through 2031, from 2023 to 2031, which is equal to the U.S. real estate market. And that would put them at a dollar a share, which would be, you know, 80 plus downside to the current price. Um, and then we kind of take it one step further and say, okay, you know, expectations to justify the current price and even a dollar a share look optimistic. Could they be worth kind of anything? And right now we're not seeing much. You know, they've got a 1.8 billion in total debt, 40 million in preferred stock, 5 million in employee stock options, um, and all of these things, you know, basically are subtractions to shareholder value. So when we account for all of that, we see you know, they've got a negative economic book value, which means we don't think you know investors will see a dollar of economic earnings at all, which essentially means the stock is worth zero. Is there any stupid money risk here? Any chance that somebody else says, oh? I want the network that Redfin has put together, and so I'll pay a little up for it? We don't think so. You know, we've seen a little bit of consolidation in the past um, in kind of some better market times for the housing market. You know, some of the big real estate brokerages have kind of combined together. But going forward, you know, you're looking at you'd be taking on all that overhead. You'd be taking on the losses of the company in a down market when you're basically trying to you know, cut costs and whatnot. So you'd be really odd timing somewhere to step in front of this one. Obviously, stranger things have happened, but we don't see it happening, you know, as an irrational decision. Well, again, due for a haircut of 80% minimum, Redfin, R-D-F-N. It's the latest pick for the danger zone, the latest zombie stock from New Constructs. Kyle Gusky is investment analyst at New Constructs. Kyle, always great to chat with you. Great to be here. Thanks. If you want to learn more about what Kyle's doing and what the rest of the team at New Constructs is doing, check out newconstructs.com. They're on Twitter, at New Constructs. And we are heading for home on the December 5th edition of Money Life. Up next, it's market call time. I'll be talking stocks with Andy Braun, manager of the PAX Large Cap Fund, when we come back in just a moment. 